everyone thank you thank you thank you for clicking the link thank you for tuning in we are so excited to have you and we know that you're going to be blessed you're going to be blessed today um my name is faith and i'm glad to announce that this is our first relationship meeting question and answer session yes it's in short i'm very excited because I have two very fantastic people with me today that will be answering all our questions and guys if you are not with your pen and paper please go and, go and bring it now because something's about to happen in this place right now um before i introduce them i would like to introduce you to this platform this is um relationship meeting love the jesus way if you're just joining us for the first time and this is our podcast here we're discussing everything love you know we're answering questions and we like to call it our very own table talk you know we talk about matters from anything relationship love marriage family we discuss it here without wasting much of our time i will just let my lovely guests introduce themselves i'll start with the lady ladies first hello Hi guys, um, my name is Emiolua, and um, yeah, I'll be one of your. Um, I'm, I'm one of the guests tonight. <laughs> yes, she's one of. Let me just add here that she's a woman of God. She's trying to be modest. She doesn't wanna. You understand? She's Emiolua and the gentleman. Uh, good evening, everybody. My name is. Ebony's all and uh, I'm glad to be here also. Okay, welcome. Let me let me give them a round of applause on your behalf. <laughs> okay, so we're not even going to waste much of our time. We'll just go straight to the questions. So um, let me just say here that the questions that we are answering today are questions that you guys have asked over time. You know, since when we started the master class in April till now, we've gotten some questions, and these ones were sort of interesting, so we're <laughs> going to be answering them. So the first question, it says, is it in all cases one needs to expressly hear from God on the kind of person to marry? Can I see a lady that meets my spiritual and personal requirements and just cut her and ask for God's blessings and we marry? Is it in all cases that I need to express here from God. So, Emilua, please help us with that question. <coughs> okay. Um, this person asks, is it in all cases? Which means, first of all, you are trying to say that um, there are some cases where it should be that way and sometimes when it shouldn't be that way. And... From the person that I know, the person of God that I know, he is not a, is either this way or it's either that way um, person. You know, he knows he's decisive in what he wants, okay, and he states what he wants. He's not, um, he's not a, a God that has two mouths and says, okay, you can, it's, it's convenient for some people to have it this way and it's convenient for some people to have it another way okay so um when you say it's it in all cases you're trying to say um some cases deserve exceptions exceptions and no it's not like that so it's in all that so 
but I'm going to ask, answer that all cases first. It is in all cases that we go to God to ask for for um, his not not his permission, but ask for his um, instructions. Instructions, yes, yeah, sorry. Ask for his instructions on what to do. Mm. Okay, now let's just. Like, I'm not going. To, I'm not going to streamline it to marriage yet. But um, is it your in in everything that we do? Okay, um, God wants to be involved in our lives. When 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 we um, gave our lives to Christ, literally the word is we gave our lives to Christ. We took our lives and we're like, it's not mine anymore, mm. and mm. now it is yours. I'm giving it all to you. Mm. Okay, so when you give someone your possession all right willingly you expect that that person should have authority over that possession that person decides on what and what not to do with that possession so if you are a christian someone that has accepted jesus christ into their life someone that has given their lives to christ you expect that whatever decisions that you make in life is guided by christ and christ has helped you to make that decision okay it means that before you take a step you are telling him okay this is the step i want and this this is the step is it in line with your will should um should i take it and you should be ready for him if it's you should be ready that if he says no to it you are going to follow that no Mm. you should be ready to take whatever steps he has laid for you to take Okay, so your question says, is it in all cases that one needs to expressly hear from God? Yes. Okay, and by hearing from God, okay, it might not always be that still silent voice. Mm, Your hearing mm. from God can also be according to his word. Mm. Okay, because we, we are trying to live our lives like Christ. We are trying to, we are trying to be like him because Christ is the express image of God. Okay, and he has come to show us what it means to be like god because in the beginning god said we were created in his image yeah okay so because sin came into the world it distorted that image but christ came so that he can show us that image so we can be like that image all right so to be like that image you have to do what he wants you to do so in all cases yes you need to expressly hear from god okay so is it all cases that one is the expressing here from God on the kind of person to marry? The answer is yes. Okay. Can I see a lady that meets my personal and spiritual requirements and just cut and ask for God's blessings? No, it means that you are now taking um you're now taking you're not taking decisions into your own hands. Okay? Um I you you said something about that meets your personal and spiritual requirements can you say that you know your personal and spiritual requirements more than the one that created you mm, mm, mm. <clears throat> because the thing is our 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 wisdom or our understanding is nothing compared to god and even god knows us way more than we know ourselves and we as human beings whose images have been distorted over time and living in a world like this that can easily um that can easily change our minds that can easily make us you know focus on ourselves more be more selfish okay we 
we we we can have a distorted view on what our spiritual and personal requirements really are okay so um yeah um to be to be guided by god if you really know you want to be guided by god then you need to follow him through and through you need to ask him for that direction and be willing to take it if that person that if you just say okay god this is the person approve of her you are giving him no choice choice and you're just doing your own thing okay so um yeah wow emilio has, has dissected and destroyed <laughs> and scattered everything so uh, i would you like to add anything to what she has said okay uh well she she has said quite a lot on the first part of the question about the expressly hearing from God. Uh, basically, you, you need to hear God for... I, th- I think one of the major issues with uh, people making marital decisions <laughs> is that the first time they want to hear from God is about their wife or is about their husband. You don't build... You don't, you don't hear from God. That, that shouldn't be the first time you're hearing from God on that kind of major decision. You should have cultivated a habit of hearing from God on a daily basis about other things in your life. So your marriage is not when you want to get married. That should be the first time you're hearing from God. Also, the, the person, I, like she rightly said, uh, you, you don't know your spiritual needs, neither do you know your personal needs. But the person asks, can I see a lady that meets and cut her and ask her for blessings and all of that? Yeah, you use the word can. So yes, you have the ability to you have the you can actually but actually, I, we advise that you shouldn't, shouldn't yeah. all right because the truth is you we, we serve a god that is not bounded by time god the scripture says is the beginning and the end that's not because that uh it means that god is is in the past is in the present and is in the future at the same time so the, your the god we serve now is in your 40 years from now is in your 50 years from now he knows what you will he knows what you will need in 50 years he knows the, the spouse you will need to meet that need in 50 years. So when he gives you and when he, when he directs you or he guides you, it's for your own good and not for his own good. If, if God gives you the right marriage, it's not for God. God is, God is not planning mm. uh, uh, he's not planning to be a second husband or a second wife. All right? God is not jealous. He's not a jealous boyfriend. Now he's a jealous girlfriend. All right? So if he wants to choose the right partner for you, it's for your own good, not for his own good. All right? So yes you can decide on anybody to on anybody to marry and just ask for his blessing but it's important that he helps you decide so you don't choose wrong hmm. Praise God. wow 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 so guys we've heard it it is in all cases that you need to expressly hear from god as regards marriage and even before marriage you cannot start wanting to hear from God when you want to get married. We need to cultivate the habit of hearing from God in every detail, every aspect of our lives. Thank you very much, Emilua and Ebenezer. We're going to question number two. This one, eh? <laughs> God help us. So this person says, um, yes, if we believe, follow Christ, we do have a purpose and know what we're doing. And I have a crush who is a believer. Hmm, for you crushers. We both like each other, but cannot tell each other. I called a pastor friend who said, yes, I can manage him. But he is not the right one. That the right one is not in Nigeria. And the person is a Catholic. 
I had to cut every relationship with the person I have a crush on and I decided to pray for God to show me and I keep seeing that particular person what does that mean is it that I'm still thinking about that person or he's the right one or I should keep on waiting for the Catholic person so if I'm if I um, I'll be paraphrasing here I think she's asking so the story is she has a, she has a crush on this particular guy who is a believer they both like each other but they haven't they cannot tell each other i don't know why but they cannot tell each other she went to meet a pastor friend and he told her that the man for her the one <laughs> is not in nigeria he's outside the country but she can manage this crush mm. guys what they call the thing air marks air quotes manage this one she has a crush on and she says every time she prays about her relationship she sees the guy she has a crush on so she's confused is it that she's overthinking about the guy she has a crush on what should she do is it that the guy she has a crush on is the right one or she should just keep waiting for the guy that is in the approach that's the question so Ebenezer please help us do justice <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, this this man in the abroad, she has not met him. She does not know what he looks like. From the anything. look of, from the sound of this, I don't think they have met. I think he, he doesn't. They don't even know each other yet. So he's just a mystery guy. The mystery man. <laughs> the mystery bang, bang, bang. Uh, all right. So this this question is actually pretty interesting. Um, in fact, there are, there are a lot of red flags already from just listening <laughs> to the question. Um. Okay, so I, I will state some things that are clear. So we'll start from the very top, all right? You said you have a crush on this believer, but you can't tell each other. And then you call the pastor friend and he said, oh, uh, the crush is not the one, but you can manage him. And, uh, and, uh, and then the right one is, in, is outside Nigeria, it's Catholic. Mm. And um, you pray, but you keep hearing the, about the cross, and you don't know whether to wait for the cross or blah 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 like that. Okay, so uh, simply broken down. First of all, you are you are too emotionally invested into this to have a clear cut to hear clearly from God about it. All right. First case scenario is that you have a crush on somebody, so there is a ninety percent chance when you are praying about who to marry. Mm. that you will keep hearing that same person mm. because there's already emotional entanglement all right mm. <laughs> <laughs> because because there's an emotional there's, a, there's already emotional investment between both of you whenever you pray 90 percent of the time you will keep hearing this same person all right secondly you make this is a very big error here first your pastor friend said that he's not the right one but you can manage him and that the right one is in abroad. So first, you, the first error is that the pastor friend is telling you who to marry. One. Then secondly, the second error is that the pastor friend is even confusing <laughs> you the more. Alright? So you went with a problem and then he gave you another problem to add to the current one you have. Alright? So the problem you went with him was that you wanted to know if this current one you're having crush on is the one for you. Then he added another one to it that... He's not the one who, but you can manage him then. But the one they are waiting for is in the abroad. I mean, and then you're in a dilemma, all right? So the first thing I think you should do, uh, or the first thing I would advise you to do is detach yourself from everything relationship for now, all right? And go to God, clean your mind, clean your cupboard, clean everything out. Uh, reduce your communication with this one you have a crush on. 
all right uh, uh stay take take a time off take some time off to pray and seek the face of god for him to show you what to do and who it is because right now we uh from the look of things i can't tell you straight straight ahead that this is the person or this is not all right but from all you have said you didn't say anything about god talking to you about the person all right you didn't say anything about god showing you the person or god uh telling you this is the person for you all right you're only hearing the person you might only be hearing the person's name because you already have a emotional attachment to the person so we can't guarantee that so the best thing or the best thing for you now is that you detach yourself from everything relationship so reduce communication with the person you have a crush on stay away for a bit now look for people uh, I'm, I'm sure you belong to a body of Christ go to the elders in the church or, or your pastor the pastor of the church itself and tell them you are praying don't, don't give them for, for you to be sure or for you to be sure they are helping you pray the same thing mm. don't give them details of what mm. you are praying for mm-hmm. just tell them you are praying for a, for a marital partner you are praying about your marital destiny and you want them to pray along with you and hear from God and confirm the things you are hearing alright to be sure that they are hearing from God mm. don't give them the details they, let them bring the details to you and if it correlates with what you are hearing then obviously that's God speaking to you alright but we would advise that for, for a decision as this or a decision as important as this it's important that when even if you hear from God about who you are to marry or the person you are to marry it's important that you have at least three external confirmations from different sources mm. three external confirmations from different sources you can never be too sure in marriage because if you marry wrong it's for your loss if you marry if you marry well it's for your own good so it's important that you are double sure and triple sure and fourth push war and fifth push war <laughs> before you step into the place of marriage all right so uh stay away for a while from anything relationship reduce communication with the person you have a crush on currently go to god with a clear mind seek counsel from elders in church or your pastors in church uh, uh and then don't dive don't give them all the details of what you are praying just tell them you have give them abstracts let them pray to god and give you the details from their place of prayer all right and then make sure make sure you have other confirmations aside from what they tell you and then you can know this is actually from god or not okay um, yeah i i completely agree with um what um ebenezer has said about staying away and because um when you say crush we know that crush is different from love itself crush is a it's a feeling that lasts for a short time okay and a short time can 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 be between um a month to even a year but then we are talking about marriage here marriage is something that would um last your entire life Mm -hmm. okay you cannot you cannot make the decision of marriage based on a crush okay you can't and what what and um, what space will do for you? What taking time out will do for you is to actually eliminate false feelings. It would help you to eliminate feelings that actually are not true. It will help you eliminate crush and bring things into perspective more. Um, to to make things clearer for you. Okay, so then um, 
yeah I, I completely agree that you need to take time off and sort of cut off or reduce communication with that person so you can know for sure that okay what do i really feel about this person if anything or what i feel is it true is it genuine okay because crush can deceive you you can have a crush on Mm. multiple multiple people at the same time it can be something that the person is doing for you in fact that might lead you to crush on that person okay and then when you take time off um, time away from that person and person you know you now realize that okay i really don't even like this person as much you, you get but yes take time out this time around let jesus christ be your your crush your boyfriend and everything and you know let him let him by let him show you the kind of person that he wants for you when he begins to through being in your life and you actually allowing him in in that way you begin to understand the right person so there's some he begins to eliminate some certain people from your from your from your list of from your specs you know some there's some people that will even approach you and be like nah you cannot even be this kind of person do you understand and then he just by by allowing him to be your boyfriend but your boyfriend or your crush you're basically he's going to be your focus he's going to be your focus at that time no other no other male no other relationship in that sense he's going to be your focus and then he's it will now make him showing you the one for you even clearer all right so when someone else comes to say okay this is the person that should be for you and you see that this person doesn't align with the person of jesus that has been in your life you know that okay it cannot be all right hmm. so yes take time out and focus on jesus christ now let him be your focus wow glory so in the words of sister shola obembe stop going to man for information but go to god for revelation praise god hallelujah, hallelujah. so the third question guys i hope we're jotting things down now. the third question this one is very interesting it says due to our traditional cultural and ethnicity settings there is always an underlying influence from both families on the couple how do you draw the line on what flies or doesn't fly in your marriage without drawing bad blood between you and your in-laws Ebenezer will be helping us out with this question all right um now this is this is very important listen to this very carefully if you are a Igbo christian make sure you marry an Igbo Christian. If you are a Yoruba Christian, make sure you marry a Yoruba Christian. If you are an Awusa Christian, make sure you marry an Awusa Christian. If you are an Indian Christian, make sure you marry an Indian Christian. But if you are a Christian, you can marry any other Christian. The problem is that you are an Igbo Christian and you are marrying a Yoruba. If you are a Yoruba Christian, don't marry an Igbo Christian or there will be war. But if you are a Christian, you can marry any other Christian. Very deep. Uh, we need to redefine what our Christianity is. We are first Christians before culture. We are first Christians before Igbo, before Yoruba, before Japanese, before Germany, before German, before French. We are first Christians. That's our first identity. Our first identity is with Christ. Our first identity is in Christ, not regards culture. Now, yes, there are cultural differences. But our baseline, our 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 what we are sitting down on 
is the scripture to guide us through these things. Mm. Yes, cultures will differ. Yes, oh, in Yoruba land, maybe they prostrate during traditional wedding. In another culture, uh, they don't prostrate. They sit down or whatever way, however way they may, they might, they might bring it. Yes, you respect culture, but the baseline or your guide is always scripture. Scripture is always scripture. Scripture will should always be your guide all right now how do you draw the line what flies and what doesn't fly if you follow scripture what the scripture says say love god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself treat everybody with love be at peace with all men if you follow these principles be at peace with all men and love everybody it's a matter of time they might have an issue with you from the very onset after a while they will see the love that you have come to show them and they will adjust Nobody rejects love for so long. The reason why you can say that you are a born-again Christian now is because God has God kept chasing you, I kept chasing you, I kept chasing you with love. He kept loving you and loving you and loving you until you realize that yes, this love is actually good for me, not bad for me. It's the same way. No matter what your in-laws throw at you, no matter what their cultural differences is, you love them according to scripture. You be at peace with them, you respect them and you honor them. After a while, they will come to realize that yes, this boy is actually, or this lady is actually a person of love. And then every other bad blood or anything will, will, will eradicate. But if you, if you, I, I, I would like to say that don't think that this might be from the very onset. From the very onset, there might be very big issues. They might not understand uh, why this is or why, why you have decided to do this, why you have decided to do that respectfully and honor respectfully explain these principles to them that's to the best of your knowledge how you can do this and handle with with wisdom based on your guidance of the holy ghost this is why you are also a believer and everything you do must be rooted in prayer so i mean before you even go to visit your in-laws you are meant to be praying that god should help you god should help you present uh, your case that they will accept your case mm. all right mm. Because, I mean, some people are so deep in tradition and deep in culture that they forget they are Christians entirely, alright? And it's important that in you showing them the light, you don't disrespect your in-laws in showing them the light of the Christ, okay? So, you need prayers, one. You need the Holy Ghost to help you, okay? To help change their hearts because you can't change them, alright? It's the Holy Spirit that can transform them to accept Him for who He is, Okay? Now, your own is just to focus on Jesus, focus on love, be at peace with all men, respect all men, and honor everybody. And then everything we align. Once there's love, everything will follow suit. Amen. Wow, wow, wow. Once there's love, everything will follow suit. Alright guys, question number four. It says, although we tend to shy away from it, sexual compatibility is a huge necessity for marriage to flourish. How do you build more patience for your wife or husband who still doesn't fully understand your sexual desires and abilities? Hmm. Wow, um, you know, when you were reading this question, I winced 
<laughs> While I had sexual compatibility is a huge necessity for marriage. I'm like, <laughs> like, um, yeah, that is a big lie of the devil because, um, what sexual compatibility? Like, um, is it anywhere in the Bible? As a Christian, because I believe that we are Christians, okay? So, what is, has the Bible said anything about, oh, you have to be compatible sexually? I mean, like, obviously, you have to be man and woman. I believe that is the only sexual compatibility that the Bible refers to. You have to be man and woman. You cannot be man and man or woman and woman. Human being an animal. Or human being an animal or human being a child. You know, that is a sin. So this same um, sexual compatibility um, this person is talking about desires. Now, okay, um, I will try to answer this question in two different ways. Um, addressing someone that is still a single and addressing someone that is married. Okay, so um, let me just read this question again. Although we tend to shy away from a sexual compatibility, it's a huge necessity for marriage to flourish. How do you build more patience for your wife who, or husband who still doesn't fully understand your sexual desires and abilities? Okay, now let me address this question as if it was a, an unmarried person that asked this question. Okay, so if you're unmarried, it means that you have already um, tasted what should not have been tasted, okay? And now you have built exactly now you have built a certain sexual desire and ability wow okay one horsepower (laughs) 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 you have basically trained yourself all right and it is because of and this is the reason why um we've been advised not to have premarital sex this is why the the um, the Bible is against it. We are supposed to be pure. Because when we begin to train ourselves and begin to train our desires and abilities, and it does not now conform to the person that God already has in mind for you when you eventually meet him or her, there's going to be problems, obviously, because you have already trained yourself in a way that is contrary to who he already has planned for you. And so then that person cannot meet up. Cannot meet up. Mm. Cannot satisfy you. Especially if that person either is a virgin or she herself or he himself has already trained themselves differently and you have already trained yourself differently. And so you guys want to come together and become one, but you have a separation there. Okay. Now this is the part where um, our minds need to be renewed. This is where the Holy Spirit has to help us because yes, even if we have, you, you might have um, delved into this sin before and into these acts before, um, 
and you if when when you decide to stop which we advise that you stop at this particular point you stop so that when it is time for you to meet the person that god to to be joined as one with the person that god has planned for you there is no your mind is already renewed the holy spirit has already worked on your mind and helped you to wash away all the corruption and all those as has already helped to tame those desires and those abilities okay so that when you now enter into that marriage into that union you are entering with a renewed mind okay but if you don't stop and you just enter then there's going to be a clash let's say the person you are going to you're going to marry that person has already stopped okay then she won't be able to um satisfy you because you have not had your mind renewed you have not had those desire tamed by the holy ghost okay so when you now enter into such a marriage you need to we can't say that all hope is lost no i can't say all we can't say at that point that all hope is lost but i'm addressing the singles now if you are still sexually active okay there is nothing such as sexual compatibility it is a lie of the devil and a thing that the devil is trying to make everybody accept that um that okay you should test the waters before marriage or you should you should you should, you should you, what what if the person is not is not good enough for you what if the person does not satisfy you you understand you need to test it but that is the same that's almost the same way um, the, the serpent deceived um, deceived um, Eve in the Bible. Oh, eat of the fruits now. Come on, there's nothing bad in it. You know, it's, it's the tree of good and it's the tree of knowledge. Don't you want to have knowledge? Don't you want to? Do you understand? We can't fall into that trap again. We can't fall into that trap again. So if you know you are single and you are still in that act of fornication, um, we advise that you stop so that when it is time for you to meet the right person that God has designed for you, your, the Holy Spirit would have already worked on you and renewed your mind and tamed those desires. Alright, so um, talking to someone that is married, now assuming this question is coming from someone that is already married. Okay, would... let me, sorry, let me quickly stay here. The person is saying, how do you build more patience? Okay, <laughs> how do you for your wife or husband who still doesn't fully understand your sexual desires and abilities. So this person's problem is patience. This person needs more Okay, so more I would patience. say that this one, this that particular side is coming from someone that is already married, married and yeah. has already, was already sexually active and had already built their desires and abilities. Okay. Okay, right now, eh, patience we know is the fruit of the holy spirit all right you yourself you need the holy spirit to work on you the work on you you refuse to be allowing to work on you you, then. you need to allow him to work on you now you need to allow him to work on you now now these sexual desires and abilities that you have already um you have already cultivated Alright, they are there, and now you are in a legal environment to utilize them. But then this other person is not has not reached your level, basically. <laughs> now the truth is God understands your sexual 
um, your sexual needs. He understands your desires. That patience that you need is going to come from the Holy Spirit working on you. Also, you would pray to God that He will communicate your desires to your spouse. Mm, mm, very key. Mm. Because He knows your heart. He knows your needs. He knows what will satisfy. And yes, God wants you to be satisfied in marriage. God wants you to be satisfied in marriage. While the Holy Spirit is working on you in terms of patience and also to call, because there are some desires that you have brought from outside that you shouldn't even be having. There are some abilities you have brought from outside that you shouldn't have. The Holy Spirit will ask the Holy Spirit to work on you. While he's working on you, the Holy Spirit also will be teaching your spouse. To teach, the Holy Spirit will teach your spouse to satisfy you. So in this case, you just need the Holy Spirit to help you and set things right. Okay? To bring restoration into your marriage. From, from something that has been damaged. You brought a certain damage into that, into that marriage. Okay? The Holy Spirit will fix things and restore your sexual your sexual life. Okay? He will, t- he will tame some desires and work on you and give you that patience while also teaching your spouse to be able to satisfy you. Wonderful, wonderful. Ebenezer, you have okay. anything to add to that? Uh, <laughs> so I would say that... Um, okay, so you want to build patience. Now, uh, this is a... A, more like a a call for we sing or single people that uh, the the whole point okay let me let me okay let me let me start this way the way sex was created by god is that sex is meant to be enjoyed in marriage not before marriage so your sexual desires your your desires that you have your urges you have are meant to be fully expressed in marriage you are, you and your partner you and your spouse in marriage are meant to explore continually your sexual desires and and then evolve as you grow together now there's a problem whereby one person has been practicing before marriage so uh then so the person now is not is now an is now a phd holder in sexual desires and then you're married somebody that's still doing common entrance so i mean there's there's literally going to be a a disparity i mean when you when when you're talking about, oh, can I hang you on the fan? Can I spin you around? And then she's looking at you like, I, what the heck are you saying? So uh, there's this, this, there will be a great distance, okay? Now, the deed has already been done. You might, you already have these sexual desires. You already have these sexual expectations. You can't remove it. You can't delete it. You can't erase it, all right? But what you now have to do is, like she rightly said, the Holy Spirit will help you build patience. You have no choice than to be patient. You are the one that went to acquire skill. You are the one that went to acquire ability before your time. So you have to endure and wait for her to catch up. Alright? You have gone way ahead of the syllabus. You have read beyond the syllabus of your partner. So it's not anybody's fault. It's not God's fault. It's not your partner's fault. You made the decisions on your own before you got married. Those desires, you might have seen, you might say that oh, maybe you didn't have sex. It might not be sex. It might be through masturbation or through through any other any other yeah, medium. Yeah. But as long as you have been giving to your sexual desires regularly before you got married, you have graduated in some schools way ahead of your partner that you shouldn't have done before that time. So now the honor falls on you. In fact, everything is on your head. You have to patiently wait 
as the Holy Spirit helps you, building up patience within you for your partner to catch up. And then you have to come down also. Yes, you are a PhD holder, but your wife is still writing common entrance. You need to step down. You need to bring down those expectations. See, this is where the sacrifice and compromise comes in. Because now it's a marriage. You can't opt and leave because uh, she's not she's not doing one particular thing. I mean, it's not her fault. It's not her fault that she's not well advanced in, in sexual things as you are. Okay, because that was not how it's meant to be initially in the first place. Okay, so you have to come down in your expectations and then you have to communicate properly and then you teach her how to come up a bit. Because yes, it, that's what marriage is all about. Mm-hmm. You and your spouse can talk about these things. Oh, okay, let's tell her what you can tell her things that you guys can try. Let's try this style. Let's do it this way. Let's do this something this way. Try and you have to teach her how to come up. It's the same way that a, 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 a lesson teacher teaches primary school children. You have to teach her. She's writing common entrance. You have to teach her take basics. Her you have to take school. her to secondary school. Teach Why? her physics. Teach her chemistry. <laughs> take her through work. I mean, you're a PSU older, so you need to come down yes, and teach her. Yeah. <laughs> Alright? By communicating with her. Talk about it. Have these conversations. This is a conversation that you should have with your wife. And be open and be plain about it. Mm. I believe she already knows your past. She already knows how far you have gone. So... She will understand that these things are, 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 are they, they're already with you. It's not something you can delete or erase, all right? Mm. But it's something you guys can talk through. And God will help you. And we will pray for you, Amen. but you also need to pray for patience. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, guys, what I learned from this particular question, the Holy Spirit can communicate your sexual desires to your partner. So, please, let's not go and be doing test run. Enjoy. Our partners will meet us. In short, is it me a prayer point? Our partners will meet our sexual desires and we will meet theirs in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, number five. Question number five says How do you deal with growing concerns of fertility issues in marriage? Ebenezer, how do we do that? Okay, um, in a bid not to sound too spiritual. But there's there's nothing like sounding too spiritual because I mean that's the basis of 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 everything we do. That's the basis of our existence. All right. I will quote a particular scripture, Proverbs three verse five. You say, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean unto lean not unto your own understanding. Know your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path." All right. Now, from scripture, He says, "None will be barren." That's what Jesus said. None will be barren in the land. All right. That's the basis for scripture. Okay. So. First thing first, I will say that I believe that in this marriage, both of you, the marriage is founded on Jesus Christ. It's founded on Christian principles, all right? And it's founded on biblical principles. So, first take the matter to God. It is God that formed this family. God is the founder of this family. He's the one that instituted this marriage. And he has a purpose for this marriage. So, you need to go and meet him, the founder of the marriage, for the solution to the problem. That's one. Now, this doesn't remove the fact that you should do medical or you should follow through medical uh, uh, advice. So go for medical checkup. Try to find out what is wrong. Faith doesn't mean you should disapprove facts. In fact, faith, mm. faith needs facts to work mm. because mm. faith is believing beyond the fact. So you actually need the fact first before you believe beyond the fact. So seek medical advice. Go to doctor for checkup. If, if, if after a while, see if anything is wrong, then you can believe God, all right? Uh, 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 I, we can't we can't overemphasize. I mean, we've heard of different miracles where God came through for people. 
We've heard of people also that adopted even while waiting for God to do the miracle. We've heard of people that do IVF. However well you do, but make sure you trust God. You follow his leading and he helps you with this, all right? Fertility issue is 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 one one of a one big problem in marriage a, a lot of the time because I mean in-laws will be talking, people from outside will be talking, they'll be asking questions, is she not pregnant? Is she pregnant? And all of that. But uh trust God, do what you are meant to do in the physical realm, that is medically. Do everything medically right. Uh if doctors say you should change your diet, change your diet. If they say you should use it, if 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 you can use faith and drugs it's possible to use drugs with your faith all right if you have more faith if your faith can carry you without drugs awesome you can leave the drugs and carry your faith all right if your if your faith cannot carry it without drugs you can use drugs and mix it with faith it's also okay however way you do it but make sure you put god first god should be your pivot god should be your anchor because it's the word of god that holds us firm and not anything that's physical because that which is that which you can see is temporary and it will fade away but that which we do not see is eternal and that which we do not see is god is the word of god what the word of god says is that everyone in the land will not be barren none will be barren in the land that's the word of the lord all right and that's what the lord says if you hold on to that trust him and follow the process i i strongly believe god will come through for you wow wow so faith does not mean that faith does not invalidate facts the fact that you have faith does not mean that fact is is useless wow emilia do you want to add anything to that no i think um he has said it all um none will be barren on the land and your faith should carry this it is god's it is god's will that a, a marriage should be fruitful okay and as a christian you stand on that you stand on that no matter what your past might have been like because i also think about some people who have um done certain things especially ladies okay so they feel like okay when they go into marriage mm. um they, they are be able to they conceive. may not be able to mm. conceive based on their their past but as a christian that you are you first of all need to understand that your sins have been forgiven and your past has been erased and then you can stand on the word of god and have faith have faith and then yes of course seek medical help check yourself Mm. okay go to the gynecologist and go to go to the doctors find out and then have faith have faith yes okay um, let me just add this here so I, I was reading an article a long time ago and in that article the article said something about um people who get married or um and people who start giving birth later than age 35 or age 30 having higher chances of giving birth to children with down syndrome mm. So in in a bit to in order to cope that find that many people are rushing into marriage. Some people are going into single motherhood because they want to give birth before they get to that age, so that they don't have children with autism and all that. All devices of the devil. So I feel like every all, every one of us as believers should be should be encouraged and know that when the world is saying this, we are not of the we are in the world, but we are not of the world. So whatever they say is for them. It doesn't apply to us. We don't believe in such, and such can never come near us or anyone that we know. So question number six. This question says: Are infertility, physical domestic violence, a strong basis for divorce, or one should just pray the problem away? So I think this person is asking if infertility and domestic violence is good enough reason 
for people to say you know what i'm done i'm not marrying again or there are things that we should just pray away from our lives and our marriages emiolua okay well um we're christians here so we're going to be um we're going to be working based on what jesus said or what the what what the bible um what 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 god wants basically and from the bible which is the word of god there actually is no strong basis for divorce if anything the the bible mentioned um infidelity but even at that it wasn't um something that he said okay you cannot be in that marriage at all even with infidelity because that same bible talks about forgiveness so yes there's no strong basis for divorce the bible says for two have come together to become one so in this for 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 there to be one there has to be there has to be um there has to be a certain form of agreement and also compromise mm. so infertility let's address the infertility aspect so when you say should inf- um, is infertility a strong basis for divorce it means that if one person if one partner is not able to either produce seed or produce ovary and um, eggs for <laughs> if somebody is defecting in and in aiding a child coming to life in that family then you should leave that person i think that is a very very selfish thing to do because um then there is no room for basically you'd say that that means that there's no room for forgiveness there's no room for there's no there's no love okay there's no love basically yes there's no love in that relationship are you in that marriage just because of children Children. Mm. so just because they can't help to produce children then you are out of it yeah where is the love there okay and we both we all know that the scripture says that children are a gift from god Mm. children come from god (laughs) there have been so many tests in fact you know what the testimony of sarah itself is enough for you to stand on she was 90 uh, 90 something and she had isaac i mean she was dried up she was literally dried up i mean there was no i doubt that there was still an existence of a fallopian tube or a womb do you understand so there's really nothing god cannot do as long as god has put you in that place and you have become one in the sight of god then let nothing put you asunder okay um okay now let's look at the domestic violence part i'm so sure people like hey she has now stayed there for him to kill me or for her to kill me this is da, 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 da. no God does not want you to die in such a way. Okay? But then again, it's not a strong basis for divorce. Let's assume that you have married a fellow Christian. You know that God can work on such a person. In the meantime, while God is working on such a person, 
it will not harm you to separate for the time being that is after you have done some particular necessary things like talk you have talked through it you know your family has talked through your pastor has helped you have prayed okay and then the, the problem still persists then you can now separate for a time being and keep praying but i'm not saying that um prayer is going to you pray it out because you um, prayer without uh, faith without works rather is dead so if you are praying with faith and you are not acting to 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 make a change now the act here is not divorce the act here is working on yourself or that particular person working on themselves both of you going for counseling okay and doing what you need to do finding out what provokes each other what brings this strife into your marriage okay finding out the root cause of the problem and then dealing with it because no one is beyond fixing Mm -hmm. Hmm. as long as god is in that situation no one is beyond fixing everybody can be fixed okay so the, the thing is you need to be patient enough love love is patient and love is kind love so far you need to be patient enough in that place of separation to make to, to for for God to work on that spouse. Mm. Some yes, we can get tired. It may take some years, but mm. love is patient. Love is patient. Mm. Love is patient. Always involve God. Let family members not come and complicate your matter. Okay involve god there's nobody that is beyond redemption if the person is an unbeliever well it's unfortunate that a christian would have already gotten into marriage with an unbeliever you already won but love has to prevail in this love has to prevail in this no one is beyond redemption and there's nobody that god cannot work on all right but there they each person each partner has to do the work you also have to do the work so you need to also find out okay what am i doing to provoke this partner what am what 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 are the things that needs to be changed what can we do do we need to, to counsel each other do we need to create a compromise do you understand but divorce should not be an option all right thank you okay okay um ebenezer would you like to add anything to okay um i'll say this that uh like she said as hard as this as as this might sound there is no basis strong or weak there's no basis for divorce that's why it's important you get it right from the very onset all right there's no basis for divorce if you are in it already you have a issue you are there's what for infertility physical violence infidelity whatever the issue might be now this is where this is how or this is where you the Christianity or the Christian or the believer in you comes out. Alright? You need to walk through it. However way you walk through it. You can do there's a separation for the meantime, counseling, prayer sessions, um, uh, therapy sessions, however way you want to walk through it. There is no room for divorce in whatever capacity 
or whatever angle or whatever age or whatever time all right that's all okay great there is no room for divorce guys yeah it needs forever that's all to death do us part the reason why you have to pay attention to who you marry yes get it right yes so going back to the first the first question it is the the reason why you need to hear hear from from god Okay, question number seven. Ebenezer will be answering this. It says, are there any spiritual implications for marrying from a polygamous home? So, do I get in trouble for marrying somebody that has three okay. stepmothers? Um, okay, I'll explain this in two ways. Now, there is, uh, I think what, what the person is trying to say here is from, I mean, what most people think is that when you marry from a polygamous home, one stepmother is always trying to bewitch the children of another stepmother <laughs> and all of that. All right. But let's even assume that the, the polygamous home. Let's assume that there's love, that there's love in the spirit in the home, and everybody loves each other. Everybody wish, wishes the best for each other. I mean, let's assume everybody's happy, and all of that is going on in the home. Uh, it is. The, the, as a believer, before you get married, alright, uh, you need to have, that's why you say marriage or love or relationship is more revelational than emotional. Yeah. Because your spouse needs to be revealed to you. That's why you need to hear from God about the spouse. You can't just look at specs. You need the, you need a revelation of who you are going to marry. Because within, during this revelation, revelational process that you will see everything about the person from their family to what you need to take care of before you get into the marriage all right yes there's a spiritual implication even for just being polygamous alone and we need to explain this from the realm of the spiritual all right in the spirits spirits deal transgenerationally they don't deal with one person alone so whenever a person cuts a covenant with god God deals with them transgenerationally. That's why he says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Isaac didn't have to cut a new deal with, Abra- with God. He was already under the deal of the father of his father, Abraham. The same way when anybody cuts a deal with the devil, you are in a transgenerational deal. There's no... If, in the spirit realm, they deal, they, their deals are transgenerational. You don't make decisions only for yourself. Your families are involved. Your children are involved, all right? So... For a man to be married to more than one person, it is most likely, alright, it is most likely the person has other premarital affairs, even aside from the wives. Because marrying more than one wife is already saying that you have a, a, a loose sexual desire that you are ready to satisfy as however way you want to do it. So there's most likely a possibility that the person even has more than the wives that we know or before. And then that is a that that itself is an underlying issue. Now this is taking the caveat that even in the family that there's love, all right. So that is even an underlying issue, and this will pass on to the children if the children themselves don't take this seriously, all right. So yes, if you marry blindly into it from if you marry someone from a religious family and you marry blindly into it, yes, there are spiritual implications because the polygamousity is not exclusive to the father alone it is it will it there will be signs of it in the children because it is transgenerational 
So that is a major spiritual implication in for or from marrying from a polygamous home. Now, if you want to compound the problem and say that the stepmothers or the wives are not bewitching each other, that is even another level of spiritual implications on its own. But however, way the solution is this: before you get married, make sure that your relationship or or your relation yeah, your relationship is based on revelation. Let God show you all these things before you step into the marriage. You can de- you can deal with everything before you marry. It's very important. That's why your relationship has to be more revelational than emotional. You can't have butterflies in your tummy for every time. There are sometimes you need to see things. There's sometimes something needs to show to you in a dream or in a vision or in a trance. You need to see your spouse from their roots, not from where they are. Alright, that's why we don't look from our physical eyes. We see from our spiritual eyes. You need to see the person you are going to marry. See them from their roots. Where did they come out from? Because where they came out from, we affect how they will treat you. Okay? A mango tree doesn't have an orange tree root. A palm front, a palm tree. Alright? The root of a palm tree is different from the root of a maze. Alright? The root of a tree will determine what the fruits they produce. Alright? So the fruits that you are, you are marrying the fruits, that is the boy or the girl. But you need to trace their roots mm. because their roots will give you a prediction of how they will behave. So, yes, the only way to, to be sure that there, there, there are no spiritual implications or everything is taken care of is that you, if the roots of who you are marrying to, or, sorry, the root of who you are marrying or the polygamous home who you are marrying to, the root is being revealed unto you and these things are settled before you get into marriage by the both of you all right you only you cannot settle it you are not a prayer contractor you and the person you are meant to get married to you two of you need to settle it together and i agree on it because scripture says when two or three agree on the thing on earth it is settled in heaven thank you wow Wow, Emilua. He has he has dissected and you know he has he has completed that chapter. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Um question number eight. How do you deal with a partner who slowly loses interest in you without stating what specifically led to it? Hmm. How do you deal with a partner who slowly loses interest in you without Stating specifically what led to it. Alright. Um we're going to take this the answer to this question in different parts because I don't know the the particular I don't know the marital status of the person who answered the question. So we're going to answer this question based on someone who is single and someone who is married. Um based on someone who is single, I will answer um based on whether you have heard that that person is meant to be for you or you haven't heard anything at all now starting from two single people were in a relationship but neither of of you heard from god that okay you are supposed to be in a relationship and then one person begins to slip away one person begins to lose interest (laughs) (laughs) they blunt me and says okay oh, as the person is losing desire oh, you to kukuma be losing your desire <laughs> but i won't go straight to that i'll say first of all ask god 
okay which is something you should have done from the very beginning before you entered into mm-hmm. that relationship okay but notwithstanding ask god and say where is this relationship leading are you is this person withdrawing from my life because you want it okay is there a reason or is this person really for me all right god will god will answer because the, the truth is for me there there are friends that have for one reason and best known to them all of a sudden they just left my life basically they just fought with me they just withdrew from me and it was painful at first because these were people that i thought were very very close to me but later when i took it to god in prayer he made me understand that he wanted those people to leave he wanted to separate me from those people so i understood and i accepted it okay so it can happen like that with you if god wants that particular person to if god wants to separate you from that person you know the bible says that god has the hearts of kings in his in his hands and he turns it around like the rivers of water okay god can work on anybody so he can make those people that person live so if it is in the will of god please allow it and be be happy be very happy rejoice in the lord and give a testimony okay and you too myself you lose your own interest and make sure that person does not come back into your life the end is the end right there but then again if if god says okay this is what is happening maybe the person is going through some certain things and then god reveals to you okay this is this is the person is going through some certain things now this is where love comes into play okay especially if the god has now revealed to you that okay this is the person for you okay it can be that the person is going through some certain things at that moment this is where you have to show intentionally show love this is where you have to be intentionally kind intentionally patient intentionally tolerant you understand and this is the part where you need to actually sit down and talk with that person now understand that it's not every time they want to come out open to you but Ebenezer said earlier that nobody rejects love for so long every we are all wired to mm-hmm. desire mm-hmm. and want love and mm-hmm. receive it so if you have been pumping love when everything was going okay if you were pumping love on a steady at 50 percent now you have to increase it to a hundred percent and make sure that person knows that whatever they are going through you are there don't vex don't get angry because yes at that time the person will try to do some so many things to push you away but you need to see past that okay the holy spirit has to reveal to you the cocoa of the oral like okay what 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 actually what actually is going on with that person at that moment you yourself you have to be sensitive you have to be sensitive to the person you have to be sensitive to the person's needs you have to you have to look beyond the surface and trying to find out what what really is going on and try to help the person out of where they are and before you know it i'm pretty um, that that relationship would come back okay so um if this is um relating to married people okay we all know that your relation there's, there's no going anywhere you are dear you are in that place you are dear you cannot run you can't say just because your spouse is acting up or withdrawing, you would also withdraw. Two wrongs don't make it right. You can't say because the person is withdrawing, you will now pack your load and go back to your parents' house and give the person space. That space is 
space for the devil to come into your marriage. In fact, it is at that very moment that you begin to draw closer. Again, the solution for this is love. It would make sure that there is no room for the devil to take advantage of that time in your marriage because times will come like that but you need to know that they will pass but it it now depends on what you do in that time it will take a lot from you this is where sacrifice comes into play okay some things that you naturally or normally will not do for that person but you just have to do to try to get that person back again the holy spirit is your friend see when 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 we um when many of us think about the holy spirit we think he's just a comforter the holy spirit holds so much information oh he's ready he holds so much information he's ready to he's ready to give it out the same holy spirit that is living inside of me the same holy spirit that is living inside of faith the same holy spirit that's living inside of ebenezer he knows all things he is the spirit of truth and he guides us into all truth. So he can guide you into the truth of what is really going on. <laughs> he can guide you into the truth of what is really going on in that person's life and what is causing that thing. So he's he's your is your um, detective, he's your personal detective, really. And once once you you will go to him in prayer, and when he reveals those things, you can now begin to know how to deal with it but then again love love is the answer love is the answer if you have been pumping love on 50 percent you have to increase on cool you have to increase and see where's the accelerator accelerate on that love pump it it will take a lot from you but then it is love love is sacrifice Hmm. love is sacrifice okay thank you very much wow pump it guys pump the love (laughs) Ebenezer. Okay, uh, I, I just want to add something. I mean, she said it beautifully well. I just want to add something she said about the, for the married guys. Um, uh, yes, we draw close, but not 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 all up in their face. Okay, so uh, draw close, but give them space. What she means is that let them just know, just have an assurance that you are there whenever they are ready to talk about what's going on. All right, now. They might be losing interest because of some physical attributes. It might not be something that big. Mm. It might be because uh, 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 now you are, as a lady, you, you are tying rapper too much in the house, or or you don't, you don't, you are not looking as beautiful as the people he sees in his office. You know, there, there's always that tendency as a as a as a as a wife in the house. You know, in the house, wives don't wear wig, they don't wear makeup. Uh, when they wake up, their mouth is always smelling. I mean, but the secretary. Is the, no, it's everybody here. But the secretary is sitting in his office. I mean, the secretary is always cleaned, always up, and cleaned up and okay. and dresses well and everything. So it might be a lot of reasons. So uh, um, it can be on the side of the guy also. All right, maybe the guy is always wearing singlets. He doesn't even look attractive to the to, to the wife. He doesn't. I mean, I mean, and there's this guy in our office that I mean, this guy is he just knows. He, he knows how to tick all the right boxes all right so it might be something that's 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 simple all right but they just find it difficult to explain all right so you need to let them know that they they you are there enough that they can openly talk about it and then whenever they do say okay this is what it is, this is what it is try as much as possible to address the issue all right 
So wives or women or yes, wives, don't don't look too old for your husband. Husbands, don't look too old for your wife. All right. Don't don't every time you wear dating. Sometimes dress like young boy. Let let her see the young boy she married. All right. I, yes. Wow, wow. This was very hilarious, but very, very full of um, um, information and very, very profound. So, going to question number nine. And the question says, when you hear God say that you should wait on him for the right partner, how do you know when she comes along? Will God tell her to? I think we've even answered this question while doing this um, this talk. Well, it's, it's pretty simple now. The same way you help God that you should wait. It's the same way you yeah. will hear God when He tells you when she comes. Exactly. It's very simple. It's the same. There's no other hearing. There's no special. There's no special hearing for waiting time, and special hearing for she has arrived. It's the same way you hear God. The same way you hear God again. As long as you are hearing God, the baseline is you are hearing God, which is good. So if God has told you to wait, the same God will tell you when she has come. He will tell you when the person has arrived. It's just like when you order a package from an online store. All right. They will tell you when they arrive. They will tell you to wait. They will first send you an email that waits. We are delivering at such a time. Then they will tell. They will call you to tell you that we have arrived. Hmm. It's the same way. Hmm. Okay. Another thing I even like to say concerning this wait is I want to emphasize on that word wait. Okay. So when God says wait, in that time of waiting does not mean that you go and actually be looking for and be expecting that as you are looking for god will just miraculously say yes that's the one okay in the place of waiting there's a whole lot that may not even have to do with your relationship okay in that place of waiting is where god wants to work on you in that place of waiting is where god wants your focus to be on him and not on this person he said you know he's going to give you you just need to trust at that point that this person he was he's going to he's going he's true to his word and she will come now in that place of waiting you need to ask him okay what do you want me to do in this place of waiting and you won't just sit around and do nothing okay and what i mean what i mean by you won't just sit around doing nothing i'm not saying that you are still going to be doing something trying to get someone okay God might at that moment of that period of waiting want you to find purpose. You know, God at that moment of waiting wants you to begin a ministry. God mm. at that time of he wants to work on you, wants mm. to perfect something about you yeah, before he, he brings that himself. woman. Yeah. Do you understand? There's a whole lot that goes on in that point of waiting, but you need to stay there and actually wait and focus on God, not on the person that is coming after that week. Mm, all right. Mm. Wow. Wow, guys. Um, we're going to question number 10, which is going to be the last question. Um, and this question says, when you love someone that is your friend and you know he is the right one, but you can't tell him, <laughs> what do you do? You love someone that is your friend, you know he's the right one, but you cannot tell him, Okay, so you love someone that is your friend. Oh, wait, how do you know that he is the right one? Well, let's 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 even assume she heard from she God, heard, yeah. and then so she's sure. She's let's assume she heard from God. Okay. Of, so, because we answered 
you answer based on that assumption that you have heard from God that is the right one. That's how you know it's the right one. Yes, okay. So let's agree that you know that it's the right one. Madam, wait. Because the same God that told you he's the right one or she is the right one will also communicate to that person. If you feel the person is too slow, then begin to intercede that that person will hear. That that person too will hear. You don't have to go necessarily um, go and say hello you are the right one no okay all right in some cases you might have to give a nudge and say okay i pray um god revealed this and this to me give that person a chance to also hear do not enforce it don't enforce what you heard on that person give them a chance to also clarify that as well okay assuming you have heard right you can also approach the person and say this is what you heard and if you are not that confident you can be interceding mm-hmm. and the holy spirit will by god uh, will talk to the person all right and also reveal to that person assuming the person is also as spiritual as you are and also hears from god okay so okay. if we're going to address it based on you and you are the person is the right person based on your own standards okay and the person has ticked your own boxes okay you love that person and person and you know based on your own knowing you know not like the holy spirit you know and you can't tell him what do you do in this case um in this case i think you need to just take a step back and Several steps back. Several steps back. back Because the person may not be in the same chapter as you and taking, you know, be thinking they'll say have the same feelings. (laughs) The relationship already exactly. (laughs) You you would only be setting yourself up for an Uh, unintentional heartbreak. Exactly. You need you need to just take steps back. I'm wondering, when did you start dating? <laughs> he will be so lost. He will be so lost. Do you understand? You just need to take steps back and you know recalibrate your feelings, mm-hmm. basically. Recalibrate your feelings and know where they should lie. At that time, okay. All right. Actually, wow, guys, this has been one very, very, very exciting time for me. I don't know. I'm sure it has been for you. Um, so before I let my people go, <laughs> I, I just wanted to give us like, I don't know, just like in 30 seconds, just give us, just tell us something, advise <laughs> us, you know, just, just, just small thing, nothing too serious. Ebenezer, please. Alright, uh, I would like to say that for relationship marriage, the basis or the foundation is Jesus. Mm. Alright, the foundation is Jesus. Once you get the foundation right, you is the mistakes are easily they are they are easily corrected they are more easily corrected you can always you can always find the route to 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 alter or change things along the way as you build but if the foundation be destroyed what can the writers do if you miss it at the foundation that's the end there's there's there's, there's literally nothing that can happen so you need you need Jesus to be at the roots of your relationship and marriage for it to be erected correctly, for you to stand firm. Because Christ is the solid ground. All other ground is sinking sand. Thank you.
Thank you, Ebenezer. Emilua. Um, well, what I like to say is basically many of all of us Christians say that Christ is the author and finisher of our faith. I just want us, I just want to encourage us to let him actually be the author and finisher of your faith. Let him be the author of your life. We have said that we have given our lives to Christ. Let us indeed submit our decisions, our desires, ourselves to him in everything that we do. Okay, let us give him that honor of owning our lives and trust that he will never ever ever lead us into a into into a bad place. The Bible says the thoughts that he has for us are of good and not of evil. So everything that he wants for us is good. Everything that he wants for us is in accordance to his plan and his will. Alright, so let us trust in him and let us obey him always. Wow, wow, glory to God. Trust in God, obey him always. Let, let Jesus be the foundation of our love relationships, our marriages, even our friendships. Ha! My mind has been blown. And this has been very exciting for me. I have learned a lot. I'm sure that you guys have learned too. So, and I'm really sure that for those who ask these questions, their questions have been answered. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for clicking the link once again. It's not easy. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Thank you to Emilua and Ebenezer for honoring our invitation. Um, we are really grateful. We pray that God continues to bless both of you in Jesus' name. Alright guys, um, until when next we will be having this podcast, please remember that the only true love is love the Jesus way. Have a nice week. session we know that you were blessed and we pray and hope constantly that even as you listen in the lord will give you relationships that will be heaven on earth now if by any chance you listened in on that recording and you haven't given your life to christ here's an opportunity for you to do so all you have to do is say this prayer after me lord jesus i thank you for this opportunity I thank you for grace. I thank you for mercy. I come before you today acknowledging that I am a sinner and I open my mouth to confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. Come into my life. I give you the steering wheel. Let your spirit dwell in me from today and help me to submit my will to you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer with me, congratulations. You're welcome to the flock. If you look, you are looking for ways to further this relationship with God, please send us a mail at relationshipmeeting at gmail.com. Or you can send us a DM on Instagram at love.thejesusway. We would love to hear from you. Thank you and goodbye.